the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing in more. Hopefully getting you to retirement. I'm alarmed and shocked that I'm sitting here in this chair, this air chair, so to speak, saying my goal in life is to help get you to retirement because in a way it's helping me get to retirement. I understand things way better than I used to because I've immersed myself in this business uh, head first. And uh, most people don't save enough for retirement. So I, I, I like talking about that. I can also talk tech stocks, no doubt. Earnings, no doubt. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, oh, no. It's earnings season. It happens four times a year, and you know it's my favorite thing. It's almost like my Christmas, because it's time to tell the truth. And Wall Street does a thing that, again, I know this now. I didn't know it when I was 12. I didn't know when I was 20. Wall Street tends to under-promise and over-deliver. Now, during their earnings season, they tend to say, okay, we're going to have a a much better quarter than we thought over the next 33 months, uh, 90 days. Uh, But then they tend to think, well... About you know thirty days into the ninety day quarter, they're like, well, let, let's say we're right at the middle of where we said we were going to be instead of the high end of the range. Uh, so they lower the expectations. It's under promise and over deliver. The problem with that is that sometimes we catch on to that, and in between earnings report every ninety days, in between the earnings reports, we there tends to be a lull sometimes. And we start focusing on interest rates, and we start focusing on inflation. But right now, it's to tell the truth. Uh, the good old days of golden television, right? The golden era. To tell the truth. A game show. And uh, the contestants were always, how shall we say, not the sharpest. And that makes for good television. Um, yesterday, the stock market should have traded higher. Following a round of good earnings. Um, there's no woulda, coulda, shoulda. Uh, it would have traded higher in a noticeably fashion way. So the S P five hundred and the Nasdaq set new record highs on a closing basis. Woohoo! Seven out of ten years, the market makes new highs. Now what what is the reason that I bring this up? Because there's certain people I really, really despise. You know who they are. I've got a lot of hate in me, and I I tell it on a regular basis. I hate the Las Vegas Knights. And you're saying why? Uh a lot of dirty hockey. But that's neither here nor there. So what do we need to say about this? Um, earnings season, right? All-time highs, right? And there's people out there who are th- right. There's people out there who will say things along lines and try to you know, sell you that they're smart by saying, market could lose 50% of its value. Market could go down from here. Do you want to lose 50% of your money? You don't lose money. It's, it's kind of interesting. And to give you a good example of it, back in the 1990s, I bought a company called Microsoft. And uh, I kind of forgot about it because it turned into a losing stock with all the investigations. And it was held at a Charles Schwab account. And I moved to California in 2000, essentially. 
And uh, I forgot the account. I forgot the account number. I forgot the password. I tried to log in. It shut me out. Uh, I tried to log in again and get the email sent to me. And they said, you have to come into an office. I'm like, where's that Charles Schwab office that I have time to go visit? And it wasn't that much money. But I had forgotten about it over time. And when I checked on it 20 years later, it had become a nice sum of money. Because guess what? The market goes up 7 out of 10 years. And they recovered from their, their, their 90s slump when they went out of their way to become a monopoly. Because they were a monopoly and they didn't really defend themselves terribly well in front of the European Union. So I didn't lose. At one point in time, I might have lost 50% or 40% or 30% of what I could have sold the stock for from where I bought it. But I never sold it. And it's done quite darn well because I didn't sell it. So the people who run those commercials, Mark, get out 50%. Maybe you're wondering if you're gambling. I hate those people. I think they hurt America more than any Republican or Democrat leader that you hate. I think those people hurt our country more than the Las Vegas Golden Knights. I know you're saying that's a stretch. Okay, okay, I'll scratch that one. We'll edit that in post-production. We have got post-production, right? What, we're live? Oh. Texas Instruments said demand for its products continued to slow across most markets. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Texas Instruments was kind of a sexy, sexy tech stock. I know some of you under the age of 30 will say, what are you talking about? At one point in time, there was a computer called a TI-99. And you know what the TI stood for? Texas Instruments. They once were the Intel. They were the gadget company, like an Apple. They made calculators that were like calculators sent from angels. They would come into your hand and, uh, you know, studying finances, you had to have a good calculator. And there's always a text instruments that you'd buy. TI-99 computer. I haven't even thought of that in years until I just saw that their demand for products continued to slow down across most markets, suggesting the cyclical slowdown in the industry could have uh, furthered a run for others. Interesting. Semiconductor sector really struggled in the fourth quarter of 2018. And now that we're in the first quarter of 2019, we're learning the depths of it with earnings. Boeing came up shy of first quarter earnings per share estimates. They suspended 2019 guidance. I wonder why. They need to get a better read on the financial impact of the 737 MAX groundings and how much they're going to have to pay out and how much business do they lose going forward and what reputation is at a cost here. When I hear in a New York Times article that some employees won't even fly, some Boeing employees won't even fly a 737 or 787, that, that, that is worrisome. I would rather get eaten by a shark than die in an airplane. I know you're saying, well, that's certainly interesting. Germany's business climate index for April showed a continued deterioration. That's a negative. Boeing's a negative. TI's a negative. Huh. That's pretty, that makes me a little more reluctant today. We're talking about all-time highs. Caterpillar, Snap, North Grubman, Norfolk Southern, Anthem, and Stanley Black & Decker all beat earnings expectations. That makes me feel a little bit better. Don't you wish I had one hand so I could learn how I feel and communicate it with you? On one hand, it was an okay quarter. On the other hand, we got a lot to look forward to. Right? Well, I feel like I've had one minute left in this segment for about, well, two minutes. And just to tell you, <laughs> I'm running out of content. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, there is some good content at newfocusfinancial.com as far as downloadables go. There's also seminars that uh, uh, we put on to help educate you in some non-radio-friendly kind of ways. Because, to be quite honest with you, sometimes those um, charts that you have... Um, and sometimes the the screens that you have to look at 
a PowerPoint presentations work a little bit better in retirement issues. So there's a big one coming up. It's on the uh, peninsula. You can sign up for it. Um, it's, gosh, I would say about three weeks away at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. President Trump and Speaker Nancy Pelosi are reportedly set to meet next week to talk about infrastructure spending. Interesting. Now, that makes me a little bit more like maybe we should get some Caterpillar deer going as far as investments go. If that's going to be one of the signature pieces of the next two years of legislation coming out, how are we going to pay for it? Things along those lines could move a market. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Hello, everyone. On the East Coast, I had a friend named Edward Kowalczyk. So that was 20 plus years ago. And to make it even more of a finer point, it was post-college. He was a singer-songwriter. I was not. I wanted to be. I befriended people of business models that I wanted to, to like emulate. I didn't know what I was going to do. And uh, he happened to form a band called Live. And going back and thinking about it, it's a horrible name for a band, right? Because, hey, let's go see Live Live tonight. Oh, no. But that's okay. Um, one of the songs that he wrote kind of came to my mind. is tying together nicely with last night's hockey game. San Jose Sharks were basically put a fork in them, they're done. There's 10 minutes left in the game, roughly, and they're down 3 nothing. Uh, they, they couldn't work it in, so to speak. And then Captain Joe Pavelski takes a penalty, and his head hits the ice hard. And there was a lot of coincidental touching involved before that happened. And blood starts to come out of his ear when his head hits the ice. And if you're a Shark fan, you go, you just hurt our captain. And if you're a Vegas fan, you're saying that was an accident. It didn't, we went, he kind of hurt himself. He gave, they kind of got tangled up. That happens, right? Sometimes it's no-fault accident. But that led to a five-minute major because he was the captain. Had it been me, <laughs> a, a puffy fourth-liner who can barely get up and down the ice, there wouldn't have been a five-minute major. They would have said, eh, let's just give the, the poor schlub two minutes. He is hurt, but he's a schlub. Um, and a lot of people are upset. Vegas this morning wakes up upset because the Sharks were rallied back. Hopefully I'm not ruining this for you if you dvr it last night. But they went from down 3 nothing to up 4-3, and then it goes 4-4, four, four, and then it goes to overtime. So I'm tired today, right? The only thing I love more than investing is Game 7s of NHL hockey. Then you tie it in with, when I was younger, the thing that I loved was live music. And Live wrote a song called, Ed Qualtrick wrote a song called uh, The Beauty of Grey. Um, and I kind of see that. And it's not a black and white world. To be alive, I say the colors must swirl. And I believe that maybe today we will all get to appreciate The Beauty of Grey. Uh, a lot of musicians write music as if they're 7th grade or 8th grade boys with a crush on a girl. It's not genius lyrics. It's not incredible poetry. It's, it's high school poetry. It's not a black and white world. To be alive, I say the colors must swirl. And I believe that maybe today we will appreciate the beauty of gray. So the Sharks and the Kings got, not the Kings, the, the Knights got caught up in a, a beauty of gray kind of scenario, right? If it wasn't the captain, that probably wouldn't have been a five-minute major. And it, because it was the captain, they were able to spark. Had it been me who got hurt and it was a five-minute major... Probably wouldn't have sparked the team to a rally. Now, same thing with Wall Street. When I was younger, I looked at it as, wow, there's a lot of big numbers there. And, you know, uh, I, I didn't appreciate it. It was, it was tough to get wrap my hands around. But now we hit an all-time high again and again and again and again. And I'm thankful that 20, 30 years ago, I decided I want to get into that business. I want to understand money better. 
because I kept seeing it hit all-time highs, and someone was winning. Now, you hear on the radio and TV, you hear people go, you know, real estate's Real estate's not an investment. It's a liability. I own real estate. And let me tell you, when your dog gets sick and you have to throw down $2,000 because you were stupid and didn't buy dog insurance on a dog that's going to get itself in trouble, you guys should have bought insurance. Um, that cash flow on that, that, those houses and those apartment buildings and those businesses, it hurts. So it's a liability, and I know that. It's a good liability. It's a low-cost liability with uh, interest rates. It's amazing that some schlub like me, a fourth-liner puffy guy who huffs and puffs up and down the ice, can convince a bank to give them like six hundred dollars to $800,000 over the next 30 years of, of credit alone. That's nuts. Uh, it's nuts. What are you, nuts? Oh, a wise guy. So anyway, back to the beauty of gray. We hit all-time highs. And I'd rather be in this party than away from this party. And to this day, I, I look forward to, like, hey, Facebook's going to report numbers tonight. Let's see what they have to say. You know, Boeing has got a plane that, that went down twice, and their stock's starting to rally. Now, again, it's the beauty of gray. You could say, well, I'm not going to own Boeing because uh, countries could, you know, really stick it to them. Or you could say, there's not a lot of competition in this business. So you have to get over your, your, your hook of you don't like this. I opened up an Acorns account, and I'm not bragging because, trust me, it's not that special. Anyone can do it. Acorns takes, it shaves off some of your spending. So if, let's say, I was at a Sharks game last night, and I decide to get a jersey, and it's $104.50, they will say it's $105. Acorns takes 50 cents and invest it for you. Pretty cool. Now, I've done that for about a month, and I've, with all my spending roundups, it's come out to about $400, and guess what? It's up higher. I've made more money. And again, that's the beauty of investing. On one hand, I could say short term, uh, I, I can't. That's great. Good news. But don't get too cocky. But I could say for the last 60, 70, 80 years, the market always makes new highs. And there's, there's, there's something to be said to that. And I can give you the simplest example of how beautiful the Wall Street is and how beautiful investing is. You know how I just talked about acorns and they round stuff up? I do a lot of my spending on a Visa or MasterCard or American Express. And all three of them were around when I was a kid. And they make money every time you spend. Every time you spend at a merchant, they make money. So let's say you got your honey, and she's a good-looking woman. And you're out to dinner, and you're thinking about popping the question to her. And you're, you're like, you're making eyes at each other. And she, she thinks this is the night. He's going to propose. So you decide, I'm going to wait through dinner. I'm going to make her a little nervous. I'm going to get her a big old lobster bib and lobster claw and watch her crack into it and suck the meat out of this dead carcass, slurp it down, maybe finish with some gross, greasy, slimy oysters, watch her slurp those down, and then you're like, oh, you get cold feeding, say, check, waiter, can I have a check, please? I gotta go. And he, he gives you your check and you throw it on your credit card and guess what? Visa just made money. They were with you in that moment where you got cold feet. Trust me, if I had to watch people eat crustaceans all day long, I I, ooh, I wouldn't be friends with them. I, I, I have a thing. There's two things that I hate watching. I hate watching people eat, and I hate people watching me eat. How's that for fair? I hate watching people eat, especially old people. And you put, like, a lobster claw or a crab in an old person's hand, oh, that is going to make me chuck. Anyway, Beauty of Grey, Wall Street works. And if you don't see that Visa was around and MasterCard and American Express was around when you were a kid... And they're around when you have special moments in your life. And when you go to Hawaii or you go to Europe and you charge it, buy some Visa. MasterCard or Amex on down pools. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. There's a lot of ways to get wealthy. You can invent the Choco Taco. You can invent the Whammo Frisbee. I know you're saying, someone invented a Choco Taco? That's genius. <laughs> you could do the peanut butter and chocolate thing, but you have to do it. One company that I think could have a big investment to come that could make you wealthier or make you some money, i.e. I'm giving you a stock tip right now, it's Older Broker Advisor for taking action, any stocks mentioned. You're like, I want to get in the stock market. I want to get into technology, but the stocks are always hitting highs. I don't want to chase performance, and I get it. If you listen to the show for years, you know that when Qualcomm got tangled up with Apple over chips, and we're not talking like Doritos. We're talking semiconductors, right, that go in phones. Qualcomm says, we have the patents, and you owe us money. Apple says, you can't patent loose things like flat devices that call one another and say, you have a patent on that. So they, 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 they fought each other. And I said, short-term, this is bad news for Qualcomm. And it was. Stock underperformed for a couple of years, but it paid a big, fat dividend because their management had confidence they were going to put this behind them. What can you invest in that will make you money? Sometimes it's demographics, people getting older, taking more pharmaceuticals. Sometimes it's babies turning into 18 to 25, 18 to 35-year-old people who have disposable income. There's a lot of ways to go around it. Sometimes you can buy playoff tickets for the next round and sell them at a, a super premium. And you're saying, really? Really? So, really. So, what trend am I looking at right now? It's 5G. And I think it's going to be a big one. And I see companies like AT&T, Verizon, they provide a lot of the service for what 5G could bring us. Faster internet, right? Why wait a minute to download your movie when you can download it in 40 seconds? Right? Well, there is some truth, there is some truth to that, to be, believe it or not. When I started studying economics and I started seeing the, like traffic, the longer you sit in traffic, the more it drains our economy. So if you're in a backup, I look at that as economic disaster. No, I'm exaggerating because we're all in backups, but it does slow things down. And it's gas money that we put into our car that just does not, it doesn't get us to work faster. Just it idles while we're, while we're waiting to go. Don't, don't send me emails like, hey, I have an electric car. Am I losing money? I hate people like you. So a play on 5G could be AT&T or Verizon. It could be companies like, Apple or Samsung. It could be companies like ASM Lithography, KLA 10 Core, companies that make the ovens that semiconductors are cooked in. Or it could be a company like Qualcomm, who years ago got into a tiff with Apple about who had patents on semiconductors that went into some phones. Now, it just so happens that Qualcomm has been studying semiconductors that go inside phones and telecommunication devices longer than anyone else. So it's interesting when a company like an Intel says, oh, we'll get into modem chipsets. Because aren't you the CPU people? Or when Tesla says, oh, we'll make semiconductors for our cars. And companies like NVIDIA says, good luck. We've been doing it for 30 years. You think you're going to make your first generation better than me? Qualcomm's one of those companies. Qualcomm got into trouble. I told you when I bought it. I told you why I bought it. I said, I don't know if it's ever going to resolve. Court cases can linger. They can draw out. They can play into the system for a long period of time. I think Qualcomm is a play on 5G. I own shares of Qualcomm. I'm considering selling because when I told you to buy it two years ago, it's gone up 100% since then. Almost 100%. Consult a worker advisor for taking action on stocks, my own show. But Qualcomm could rally because the patent royalty thing's behind them. So they no longer have that distraction. Now they get to ramp up to 5G. And I don't know when 5G hits because, trust me, I was around in 
They didn't even call it 2G. They just called it damn slow internet back in the day. And then 3G came out, right? And I was 20 years ago. I went to Vegas, Comdex or CES, one of those shows. I think it was Comdex. They don't even do it anymore. And uh, I saw the CEO of, I want to say Sony, but I'm guessing that's wrong. Might have been Samsung. He was talking about how 3G is going to change the world. You'll be able to get map directions on your phone in real time. You won't actually have to go to a map site like MapQuest, punch in the directions, print them, put them in the car with you. It took another four or five years after that event for it to really start hitting its stride, 3G. It wasn't as fast as he predicted. never is. So Qualcomm and Apple make a six-year license agreement, effective April 1, and a multi-year chipset supply agreement. The deal includes a payment from Apple to Qualcomm, and it ends all litigation between the companies. So that's behind them. And for a couple of years there, Apple wasn't paying its, its royalties, but it was still using their chips. Now, Qualcomm makes chips better than Intel as far as chipsets for modems go inside your phone. Just like NVIDIA makes better than it, Tesla, probably. We don't know. Uh, Elon Musk can say you know, incredibly bonehead things like, hey, you know, we, we, we designed it from the ground up for exactly what we need. Therefore, we have it. And there may be some truth to that. Truth to that. Um, but we'll see. I think Qualcomm shares, and there's an analyst at Morgan Stanley. He's raising his rating to overweight from equal weight on Qualcomm, citing the strength of its wireless patent portfolio. Apple and Qualcomm, I don't know who it was, but they had the cojones to sue each other. And Qualcomm kind of won. So that settlement reinforces the intellectual property value that Qualcomm has. And trust me, Apple's doing everything they can to come up with that same exact chip or better. So that when this deal runs out in five years... Excuse me, I'm kind of, um, how shall we say, filled with phlegm. That could be my band name. You know, you, you always have to come up with band names filled with phlegm. I know. Just don't steal it from me. But this analyst raised his price from $55 to $95. And that has price upside of about 10 to 15% from today's levels. What's interesting about that is um, he didn't come out with that when it went from 55 to 85 on the settlement. He came out with it after the settlement. Now, I was saying they're going to settle it all the time. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. But if I were trying to toot my own horn, I'd say I told you so. Um, hey, that's what we're talking about. Jump on the gravy train that is Rob Black and your money, boy. I deserve a little respect, my buddy. So you want your phone to do magical things? 5G is going to help. But also 5G is going to start getting into cars and... You know, I like that idea. I know you're saying, man, you like spending an extra $10, $15 for AT&T and Verizon to beam internet into your car? I'm in my car a lot. Live in my car. Anyway, um, I like Qualcomm, and it's on my shopping list as a best of breed, a lot like a Visa or MasterCard is a best of breed. I don't mess around with too many things that are like second place, third place. Why? I didn't want to date the frumpy girl who was always in the library. I wanted to date the hot cheerleader. Why bother with anything less? When it comes to investing, you can say stupid stuff like that. You know I'm not dating. You know I'm not into hot chicks. I'm just trying to make a, something relatable to like a John Hughes movie. I know you're saying John Hughes movie. Uh, they couldn't make that movie today. I, that's the most shocking thing is because there was an Asian who had a name that uh, had a play with mm, male anatomy. You can't make that movie today, can you? Um, moving forward, Qualcomm's a really good idea. It should be in your list of really good ideas. It doesn't mean you buy it today. Now, Boeing, on the other hand, 
got into a lot of trouble with the 737 Max. And I have some problems with that. I have some, they've lost some credibility with me because Boeing used to be the best of breed. But now that they've fallen, are they a fallen angel? That's a damn good question. It's a damn good cup of joe. I know you're saying, what's that from? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let it sit in your head. Um, Boeing is a best of breed who has fallen. So we call those fallen angels in my business. And then Qualcomm's like a best of breed, right? See how you should start thinking about your portfolio? And I don't want you owning individual stocks. I want you owning indexes until you know how to think about stocks. And you feel really comfortable with it. And you've seen ups and downs. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Big seminar coming up. But there's even better stuff like at New Focus Financial. You can go get some downloadables. Warren Buffett's quotes. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. There are many ways to skin a cat. Mom always said you can start from the back to the front. You can go with the hind legs. You can put it in a blender. That'll skin it. You get the point, right? I throw that out there because it's one of those things that we always saying that we remember there's a lot of ways to skin a cat and it doesn't even make any sense because we don't skin a lot of cats in our lives anymore do we uh, but I, I bring that up because it's a phrase like wall street is a roller coaster no it's not and you don't skin cats and yet we carry scars of of fear of losing money we all carry some sort of scar right i love scars i once dated a person who uh the black part of her eye and don't ask me to say what it is. I think it is the iris, or I don't even know. But the black part of her eye, she had blue eyes, and then there's a little black hole in the middle, right? Pupil? That's her pupil, I guess. And uh, when she was born, there was, it was a birth defect because it, it broke. Like an egg yolk, it broke. So the black part of her eye turned into, basically, instead of being a round circle, it was a keyhole. So the blue part of her eye wasn't perfectly round, or it wasn't roundish. It had black bleeding into it to make like a black keyhole. She was embarrassed by it. And I was like, I think it's the coolest scar I've ever seen. It's, it's beautiful. The beauty is in flaws, right? The beauty is not in perfection. And I think beauty is in discipline. You know what makes me better invested than you? It's that I'm more disciplined. And I do it every day. Do you know why I do a better radio show than all other financial radio shows? Because I do it every day. I care about it. I want, want to tell the truth. I want to show you that it's not a roller coaster. I want you to see, like, like Wall Street is not the Wizard of Oz that people make you think it is. Look behind the curtain. He's just a normal dude. But there's people on radio and television and commercials that come across as, I'm smarter than you. I'm not smarter than you. I just outwork you. I'm disciplined. And if you can approach Wall Street with a discipline, you'll go far in life. So, yes, there is some things about never touching hot stoves. And, yes, there are some things about never touching stocks that you don't, hot stocks that you don't understand. So once you have your investment strategy, try not to deviate too much. And when you're very, very young, I call it wealth accumulation. You're taking a portion of your paycheck and you're putting it into a broad swath of capitalism named a stock index. And if you don't like capitalism, that's fair. But I'd rather you join us versus shooting yourself in the foot. I, I didn't give birth to a kid, but I was part of the process, right? And you love your kids and you're like, don't touch the hot fire. Because I once touched a hot, hot stove, right? And it burned me. And you don't want them to get burned because you love them. But you have to keep saying it again and again and again so that they get disciplined in their head. You wish that you only had to say it once, but why am I saying it the ninth time? I got a little testy last night. I was trying to listen to some TV and kept getting interrupted. I said, can you please be quiet? After years and years and years of saying, don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me when I'm talking. Don't interrupt me when I'm talking to a friend. Don't interrupt me. And you keep getting, so you sometimes get frustrated, right? 
can't let frustration come into investing. You can't say I've had that stock for two years or that index for two years and it hasn't done anything. Um, a diet of a healthy diet and exercise will keep you pretty healthy in your life. You don't have to do a lot. I don't know what the statistics are. Is losing weight 80% diet and 20% exercise? I don't know. I'm not doing that show. But I can tell you, if you stay disciplined and have a healthy diet and exercise, it likely goes good places. I know, I know. You're saying that. I've seen people die on treadmills. Oh, snap. Um, you got to be careful with stock tips. I don't like stock tips. You can pick your nose. You can pick your friends. You can't pick your friend's nose. I don't want my friends picking stocks for me. Um, I'm not passionate when it comes to investing. I'm diligent. Sooner or later, you are going to get burned with a bad stock or a bad index. A good friend of mine, Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoansHorse.com, called me yesterday. He goes, what's happening to all my healthcare stocks? And he owns a healthcare sector fund that got hit because some Democrats running for president have said, we want free healthcare. We want to shake. We want to shake up the healthcare system, my buddy. And they probably, if they get in power and there's enough of them, and maybe that can happen. I didn't think the Republicans pull off a massive tax cut, but they had the power of, the, of both houses of Congress and a president who said, let's do this. And they pushed it through. Now, the same fear, on the other hand, with the Democrats and trying to reform health care has caused health care stocks to become a little bit cheaper. My personal opinion is health care stocks help us live, health care companies help us live longer lives. They do things like take away infections and take away diseases. And I, I think that's a good thing. And I think in the long term... Yeah, there's some flaws in the system. I, I think Viagra at one point in time was selling for like $10 a pill. And you're like, why is it so much? And then you, you learn like Viagra in Canada is like, it's free. Oh, we get, we get Viagra free with our, 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 our toastios. And why do Canadians wear toques? Why not just call it a warm hat? Why you got to call it a toque? I don't know. Anyway, um, take off, you hoser. Um, I love Lake Tahoe, but the drive to Lake Tahoe stinks, but I have to stay passionate that I love Lake Tahoe. I have to be diligent about getting there. I have to lose the passion about, I can't let the road rage take over. I got to say it's a long drive to Tahoe. Sometimes there's a lot of traffic to Tahoe, a long flight to Hawaii. Sometimes it's bumpy, but it pays off. Same thing with investing. You kind of have to put up with some turbulence, but you'll get there. You have to put up with some things that make you a little nervous. Am I going to drive off the road in snow? Is the plane going to go down? I came into the Bay Area about a week after Cynthia Odie died in a plane crash flying to Hawaii, and she was a financial quote-unquote expert. And some people think I was like an angel. Weird, right? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.